Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things related to money, mindset, finance, business, and investing. My name is Royston Kambabachi, qualified accountant with over 30 years' experience in finance and business. Coming from a very humble background, I have continuously challenged the assumptions and the expectations of what I'm capable of achieving for myself and others. Over the years, I've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to decipher finance and to make more money and to run highly successful businesses. On this podcast, I will share with you tips, strategies, techniques, and tools that you can use to make more money, manage money better, and to maximize your success. Welcome to the fourth episode of my podcast. I hope you had a chance to listen to the earlier episodes where I talk about financial intelligence and exactly what that means. And today I want to talk about a, a financial statement that is quite important in business. Because you see, a lot of people, they overlook the importance of financial statements and what they really mean. As a matter of fact, uh, investors and, and people looking to put money into your business find these statements as really, really important. You know, whether it's a bank or whether even if you're looking to invest in a business, it's very important that you be able to understand some of the key financial statements or what they mean. And today, I'm going to talk about the balance sheet, right? So the balance sheet email sound complex. You know, many people have a myth that, you know, accounting is boring, finance is boring. But I want to tell you, right, that if you're in business, you know, you have to make sure that your balance sheet is up to scratch and that when someone looks at it, it sends the right messages. A balance sheet is very simple, but yet very important. It's a snapshot at a single point in time of your company accounts, of your company financial affairs. And there are really only three key elements that you need to understand on the balance sheet. Number one is the assets. And number two is liabilities. And number three is the equity. And I want to break all of these down for you, right? So an asset is obviously something of value, you know, anything that uh, creates value or can be used to create value. I like to think of an asset as something that creates income, specifically in business sense. And a liability is obviously something that you owe. It's a debt. You owe someone that, right? And then equity or what they call capital is really the owners or the shareholders taking the business. If it's a small business, that's just yours taking the business. If it's a big business, it can be made up of hundreds of shareholders. And as the formula goes, assets is equal to liabilities plus capital. Now look, that might sound like quite a simple equation, but many people still don't understand it. Because if I ask you as a listener, I say, well, what is capital then? Obviously, capital is then assets minus the liabilities. And that is really the owner's stake, you know. And the owners have a stake in the business in the sense of the business owes the owner something. And what the business owes the owner is kind of the residue. When you take the assets and you minus all the liabilities, that amount is physically owned uh, by the shareholders and owed by the business to the shareholder. Because here is the thing. A legal entity, a business, a company is a separate person from a, a, a business owner. It's completely separate. It has its own rights. But let's go a little bit deeper into assets, right? So assets can be then classified into like fixed assets 
or how you know current assets are tangible and intangible assets. So what's a fixed asset? A fixed asset is a long-term asset and it sits on your balance sheet and it's more difficult to convert into cash. A current asset is cash or can be converted into cash quickly. And a liability also has long-term and short-term. Then we also have intangible assets, which is something that is not real, but is of value. For example, your goodwill or your brand, your brand reputation. Now, just at the outset, right, just talking about these things. I don't know how excited you feel about them or not, but many people in business don't realize that when they go for a loan, what the bank looks at, the bank looks at this and the bank analyzes how healthy is your financial statement. The number of ratios that the bank can calculate, for example, the bank can say, well, what is your, your debt to equity ratio? You know, how much debt do you have in the business? Or what is your liquidity ratio? How much current assets to current liabilities you have? And I, I know I use the word current, a new term. Current is basically short-term liabilities or short-term assets, things that you can easily settle or convert to cash in the case of assets within a year. Now, these things are so fundamental in business because what really happened here is that many people get this twisted and they don't realize that basically the whole purpose of business is really to create value. Your purpose of business is to add value. And what happens here is that when you have a, a business and you make profit, that profit actually increases your balance sheet. Number one, it increases the cash. That's the asset. And the residue of all the profits also then go and increases something called the equity. And that's why it stays in balance. If you're not making profits, you're basically depleting your balance sheet. So the balance sheet is always looking at sort of two years back to back, if you want to call it that. This year, last year. And that happens. So what happens you as an investor, if you're looking to invest in a business, you want to look at some key things on the balance sheet. For example, is the business profitable? By looking at the balance sheet, you can figure it out because what you have to do is to look at the equity, look at the capital and say, has the capital been increased or decreased over the last year? There's a number of things that actually decreases the capital, of course, paying back shareholders, but then the capital accounts can be broken down into different accounts. For example, the equity account. You can also look at something like the return on equity, a new term, it's a ratio. If you understand how much income they made, and you said, okay, you take the income that they made, divide it by the equity over time, you can say, is your return on equity increasing or decreasing? The number of other ratios and stuff, I wouldn't get too, too technical today. But what I want to say to you is that the whole, the whole concept of value creation is so important in business because the fundamental reason for having an asset is to create value. Let me bring this back to like a personal life perspective, right? People don't understand assets versus liabilities. Many people don't want to have an increase in wealth, but what they do is that they go out there and they physically invest or they throw money into liabilities. Yes, you can invest in a liability. I don't call it an investment. It's like an expense, really. You can take your money that you saved up and go and put it into a liability. For example, if you decide to go and buy a nice car, and we all like nice things. I have bought a few nice cars in my lifetime. And I have drive brand new cars as well. I haven't actually owned one. But if you decide to go and buy a brand new car, by the time you drive from the showroom, you know, you physically have lost some value in that asset. 
right, that what you think is an asset. But what happened is that that continually bleeds money from you. It continually leaks money from you. And that's what I'm talking about, guys, yeah? You know, you have to understand that when you want to build wealth, personal wealth, even you as an individual, not even as a business owner, you need to understand the difference between asset and liabilities because what happened is that asset adds value to you. Liabilities takes value away from you. And it's the same for person. You know, if you're in a relationship with someone and that person is not adding anything to you, that person's a liability. If that person is just taken away from you, that person is a liability. If that person is adding to you, you know, they, you know, they bring something on the table and they keep adding to you, whether it's ideas, that's a good start, right? Whether it's, you know, I don't know, they help you out in some key areas and maybe in your business, maybe in your life, maybe they're able to advise you, maybe they're able to help you to make better decisions. That person is literally an asset. You know, and a friend told me that this week. She says to me, one of the best investments a man can make is to invest in an ambitious and successful woman. I think that is quite true. I would actually say the man should make a bigger investment in himself. Because if you yourself is not of value when you meet a woman who is of value you probably wouldn't appreciate the value so you know there's different sides of a coin right as a matter of fact let me ask you this question are uh, you as a listener out there how many sides are there to a coin you see many people think there are two sides to a coin head and the tail but there are actually three sides to a coin there's the edge and what's the edge is financial education which is kind of what i'm giving you on this podcast right so I'm saying to you, by enhancing your financial education, you are physically having the edge in life. And you have the edge in life, not just uh, for, you know, business reasons, for personal things. So if we go back on topic, how does this balance sheet relate to you as an individual? You see, as an individual, yeah, something called net worth. Net worth is more important than debt. You can be in debt, but you can have a great net worth. In fact, most of the wealthy people in the world, what they do, they actually use debt to build their wealth. Let me explain to you how this really works, right? Because if you get a mortgage, for example, yeah, you get a mortgage. Let's say you get a mortgage for personal reasons, yeah? That's basically the liability. I mean, it can become an asset or there can be some equity in it because basically even in a house, you have equity, right? It's a bit different to a business. What happens is that the amount in which, you know, the mortgage is for, um, take away that from the value of the house is called equity as we know it. But many people sit on the equity. They don't really use the equity. And equity that's not used is dead. It's called dead money. So if you buy a house and uh, all you do is that you pay the mortgage down and you're not getting any money from it, and you have equity and you're not using it, it is physically a liability. But what do people who really leverage debt do? Is that they get mortgages, like let's say like a buy-to-let mortgage, right? Now clearly you might think that's a debt, but not really, because it's got buy-to-let mortgage, it creates income, you see? And number one is that they put a deposit down and then they already have some equity into that property. So already, the value of the property is much more than how much they owe. So therefore, they have some equity in the property. It's the same like in a business, right? If the value of the business, the assets in the business, is much more than what you owe, you also have equity. You understand what I'm saying? Because assets minus liabilities is equity. Same in personal life. 
what the value of the asset minus how much you owe is the equity. So equity is very important. Now in personal life, like a property, you have to use the equity. Is it very much the same in business? You have to use your equity and you can reinvest the equity. Because here, how you invest equity. Basically, when you're in business, you make some profit, right? That profit after tax, normally you can take some of the dividends and you can put the balance back into the business, right? Which will actually increase the equity. But if you have a reinvestment policy, what you will do is that you'll take a portion of the equity that you normally put back into the business and then reinvest that back into the business. What you will then do is take that and buy assets, which then creates more income. So same in personal life. What happened is that when you invest in properties, right, and the properties basically go up in value, and then the value of the property is much higher than the debt, you got equity. What you can do is remortgage the property. And by remortgaging the property, you then take in a portion of the equity, which you can reinvest into another property, which creates income. So over time, what really happens is that you are going to have quite a bit of uh, income coming in, which would pay off for all the mortgages. And in the UK specifically, uh, these uh, mortgages tend to be interest only, which means that the actual payment is lower. So while the capital is frozen, you're paying off for uh, the interest, and then you also get a bit of extra uh, income, which is called cash flow. I will cover cash flow statements uh, in another podcast. But I'm still trying to show you how the concept of understanding the balance sheet, right, for a business relates to investment as well. Because you can have an investment balance sheet. You see, here's the story. I worked uh, for Aviva Investors and I was looking after about seven entities. Uh, these are all like insurance companies, but they all had uh, investment balance sheets. And basically, on investment balance sheet, all it actually means is that they have quite a lot of assets. And those assets are basically investments, whether it's in properties, whether it's in real estate, as a matter of fact, whether it's in physical buildings, as I said, real estate earlier, whether it's private equity, whether it's equity, whether it's cash. You know, they have all these uh, different assets. And normally they don't have much debt, right? But they do obviously have operational expenses. And you see, here's the thing that even for an insurance company, a business like that, they have an investment balance sheet. And what they do is that from that investment balance sheet, they create investment income. You see, that income is what they then use to further grow the assets, to further grow the value of the business. So when I was working there, fundamentally, we had to substantiate that those assets really exist. Because that was such an important project. Because if the assets are not really what they are, you could actually be overvaluing the business, you see. Sometimes people have a um, business and what happens is that the assets are held at what is called um, book value. And it's not necessarily net value of the asset. So because here is the deal, right? Assets can actually change in value. And there's three fundamental ways in which an asset can change value, right? Asset can change value because it depreciates, yeah, which is basically spreading the, the cost of this tangible asset over time. You can also you can also have amortization, which is basically when an intangible asset loses value over time, and you can also have depletion as well, right? Which is it tends to be mainly like you know depleting cash or depleting something, but it also deals to do with a non-cash expense that lowers the cost value of an asset, yeah, incrementally through obviously lower income. 
Now it's a bit technical, right? So depreciation, amortization, and depletion. I might cover these in, in a bit in the next bit more podcast. What I'm saying here is that when you have an asset, you don't just want to have that asset and just leave that asset there. You want to understand how to use that asset to make money to then create more assets or even how to use that assets to make money so that you can reward yourself a bit more, right? So there's some technicalities behind the balance sheet. You see, many people think the balance sheet is very simple, but the balance sheet is fundamentally one of the most important statements because it shows the wealth of the business and it also shows the net worth of an individual, right? And just before I kind of a round up, a round up here, the thing about income is that income can be passive or it can be active. If you if you actively managing managing this asset, it's called active income. You can also have passive income. Is to have this asset where you have someone else manage it for you, like a real estate agent. You know, they're managing your asset for you, and it's creating income for you. That is called passive income. You know where you're not doing anything with this asset. It has some expenses, but the income that it's making is covering the expenses and it's giving you a bit of a surplus income, you see? And that's how really a lot of people, rich people actually operate. Now, one of the fundamental things I haven't covered here today, which I'll cover in much more detail, is around asset protection, how to protect the value of your assets. And there are a number of different ways. In the case of business, there's obviously the legal structure of the business, for example, whether you, you know, you're a sole trader, whether you're a partnership, whether you are limited company um, you can also have the structure of the companies itself where they have a group holding structure and you can also obviously have placement of the assets in different person's name in the case of an individual which is spouse or your family name you can also have insurance these are also means of uh, things that you can do to protect the assets and I will cover these in much more detail on another podcast so just to wrap up to summarize your balance sheet is a summary of your financial position at a point in time. It shows exactly what you own minus what you owe. Uh, in the case of uh, a business, that results in actually the equity. The equity is what belongs to the owner. In the case of an individual, is the net worth. When, when you take what you own minus what you owe is your net worth. In the case of a property or investment, it results in equity again. So these terms, equity, you can see them here in business as well as uh, in investment. So thank you very much for listening to my podcast. Uh, there will be much more episodes coming out. I will be releasing at least one episode a week. I'll be covering the next financial, other financial statements as well. I think the next time I'm going to cover the cash flow statement. Yeah, and I will link to show you how there are different types of income coming in. Because obviously financial intelligence is all about understanding the numbers behind your business. Take care. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find out more about me by Googling my name, Royston Cumberbatch. I'm on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find me on YouTube as Roy Cumberbatch. And if you are listening on YouTube, please hit that uh, subscribe button. Or you can find me on my website at www.rackmac.com. That's R A C macs.com it'd be great to hear from you and do feel free to tell me about any topics you want me to cover on future episodes until next time be good to yourself and others keep positive and reaching for your financial goals bye-bye